0: The Midweek Horror Podcast is supported by Horrified, the website that celebrates and champions British horror, covering films, television, books, fiction and more. You can visit Horrified at horrifiedmagazine.co.uk and find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at horrifiedmag. This is the Midweek Horror Podcast with Hannah Fox and Ellis Reed.
1: Well, Happy New Year everyone and welcome to the Midweek Horror Podcast. I'm Hannah Fox.
0: And I'm Ellis Reed. It's great to be back. It's
1: great to be back. It's 2022. I
0: know. Here we are. New Year's resolution, do more podcasts.
1: New Year's resolution, do more podcasts. And I'm not going to say the resolution has started yet, but I was going to say... You know, I might do a bit more prep this year. Although, I mean, starting from next one. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going well. It's going really well already, as you can tell. I think.
0: Do you know what our podcast has become like? You know those TV shows, Mm. like sitcoms, that have season one, season two, season three? Yeah. And then after a while, it's just like they're just doing specials. Yeah. Christmas year our, our special. Podca- yeah. New Year's special. Yeah. Our podcast has definitely become like an occasional podcast. It has. Yeah. Um, so I think we have to get back into having you know regular episodes going out. Back in the swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's my New Year's resolution. Well, do, you, do you remember when we first like, started? It was like, right, every two weeks.
1: And we were like on one, Wednesday. Yeah. And fact, I remember us we're being so like
0: confident Wednesday, we'll put midweek in our name.
1: Yeah, and we were like. Oh, well, oh, we might struggle this week. What are we going to do? Well, <laughs> <like>? <laughs> Try and fit one in in like this yeah. 10 minutes or something. <laughs> <know>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got slack. We've yeah, we have got, got slack. slack. I blame COVID. Yeah. But, you know, I think 2022, we're coming out of it a bit.
0: How long have we been doing this podcast for? It's not two years yet. No, it? but I... It's over It's over one year. It's
1: over one year. When did we start? Yeah. Um, um, God, I wouldn't even like to hazard a guess.
0: Actually, and we started? Before COVID, we must have done because did we not start in 2000 and?
1: Did we start 2020? Early 2020.
0: When did COVID start?
1: March 2020.
0: I think we started in 2019. Did we? Yeah, yes. I think we started like was it not August 2019? Could have been. Wow, we
1: really step things up. <laughs>
0: did COVID really start in March 2020?
1: Yeah, because that's when I got when I got it as well.
0: Bloody right at the hell.
1: beginning it was 2020 because i got it in march 2020 and that was when it just started kicking off we were hearing all about it and everyone was like oh i don't think it's going to be a thing then it was yeah thing. it was
0: definitely a thing and there
1: weren't even tests and i i lost my smell and taste and everyone was like what's that about and then obviously it became an actual symptom oh wow yeah so. that's
0: crazy do you know i wonder if there's people who are like oh so sick of hearing about COVID on the news. Mm. I'll put a podcast on. Yeah. Go <laughs> <like>, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah, here? here we are, midweek horror podcast, doing a review of, of the f- pandemic so far. <laughs> 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 Ooh, yeah, well, I know. I I'm really on
1: this topic. <laughs> really psyched
0: about today's film. <laughs> Do I tell them what we're watching, Hank?
1: I'm very excited about it as well because I'm, I didn't believe you, <laughs> that it was the thing. <laughs>
0: Have you have you <laughs> looked really into hard. it at all?
1: No, I haven't, because I, I wanted to keep it. And this is not just me getting out of my New Year's resolution. I was like, this looks absolutely mental. I'm just going to... Yeah. So it's Leprechaun... In the Hood. In the Hood. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Hannah hadn't heard of the Leprechaun at franchise. All. So we decided to watch a Leprechaun film. And I thought, rather than watching the first one, because I don't think you need to know the backstory... He's a leprechaun, he's, he's leprechaun. evil. He's in the hood. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch one of the uh famously ridiculous sequels. There's actually a leprechaun back in the hood, I think.
1: So he returns.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's had two, two visits to the hood, yeah. Um
1: I don't think the hood was known necessarily for being you know, place you hang out a lot, but certainly not if you're a leprechaun. Not if you're a leprechaun. It doesn't sound like a leprechaun's <laughs> natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, neither is space and Leprechaun has been to space.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, is there any, is there one where he's just in Ireland?
0: (laughs) Do you know, I don't know, like I've seen the first one which has got a young Jennifer Aniston in it. Oh. And obviously she's American but I can't remember if it was set in America or maybe an American family went to Ireland. I've got no idea.
1: I honestly, though, when you suggested this, I really thought you were yanking my chain. (laughs) And what was the other one like Pumpkinhead or something.
0: Yeah, that's really Just like, yeah, yeah. I
1: thought, you know, when we we play that game where you make stuff up and I have to guess. Yeah. What's yeah. And what's not, I was like, he's having me on here. And
0: then no, <laughs>
1: lo and behold, it is real. Oh, do you
0: know, I should have done a quiz for you. Oh. Like, which, which, just no puns. No, we've run out of puns. But which is this film real or is not Is this real?
1: ridiculous film real?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll do your deal. Next time we do a podcast, I'll have a quiz of that format for you. Before we get on to talking about Leprechaun, it's ages since we've done a podcast, what Mm. horror have you seen?
1: What horror have I seen? Let's do a
0: little catch up.
1: Oh, when did we last, what was our last one, was it Candyman?
0: Yeah, yeah, which we were, which we were a bit disappointed by. Yeah. What did we give it in there? Was it like three stars?
1: We were maybe three and a half. Yeah, we were a bit yeah, disappointed. Yeah. I think we've been, we went, the thing with that was we went into it thinking it was going to be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I have just remembered one horror that I saw over Christmas, which Go was on. the stories for Christmas. Ghost for Christmas, Ghost I stories for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It really freaked me out, actually. Really? It like, really freaked me out. I, um, watched it at my, my, I was at my parents' house actually, and my they'd re- they'd recorded it because they still don't know how to use digital television. No, my,
0: my parents are exactly the same. <laughs> They've
1: got like a like a Humax or something. Yeah, like, I it. Know. <laughs> it's just like you know, like all the stuff I set up for you, like iPlayer and all that. You can just go on that. No, it's no, just no,
0: there no. all the time.
1: Just still record stuff. So yeah. Anyway, um, I digress. But so I was watching it. Um, yeah, with my mum, quite late at night, and it it properly creeped me out. So,
0: so proper classic Christmas yeah. ghost story. It's an adaptation of the Mezzo tint. That's it by yeah. M R James. Mark Gattis has done another Blinder. Brilliant. You know, Mister Classic Ghost Stories. Yeah. Um, you can't imagine a better person to be, you know, shepherding the ghost stories for Christmas brand. Shepherding. That's not the right word, is it? Yeah, I think that Stewarding. Makes sense. Curating
1: curating um, um, yeah i I quite like shepherding to be honest yeah be that.
0: classic story about somebody who gets a sort of old etching of a country house and he realizes that over time it's changing, like the moon appears, and then a scary figure oh, appears the figure it was He's getting closer figure. and closer Ooh. to the house
1: and then then you get the then <laughs> you got to a point where it started to come into his world. So it was things like um the window uh was open and then I think the window... No, the window was open and then he had like a big thump in his house and on yeah. the picture, the window was also open and it was assumed that maybe the creature had got into his house. But of course, it's just a picture. So yeah. he also might be, you know, going mad. Um, so it,
0: it's a long time since I've read The Mezzo Tint by M.L. Mm. James. So I think the stuff they did where the story of the etching dovetailed with his own life. Yeah. I think they added that to create drama. Okay. So okay. I don't remember that and the ending being in the original story. But I'm sure our many listeners will correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um But I thought that worked really well.
1: It was it was just brilliant. I would say to anyone, I know it's not Christmas anymore, but go and watch it. It is Oh, really freaked me out. I have a bit of a thing about paintings, actually. I find them really scary anyway. Uh-huh. And I think this comes from, have you ever watched the Angelica Houston version of The Witches? Yeah, so yeah. She's the Grand High Witch. Yeah, yeah. And at the, the very beginning of that, the grandmother is telling um, the young boy, Luke, about... Uh, a story about a painting where a young girl was trapped in the painting, locked yeah, in the painting yeah. I mean, because the witches have got her.
0: That's actually in the source material. That's in the book as well. Ah,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. directly
0: taken from the book by Roald Dahl.
1: And, oh, that freaked me out. And you see the girl doing uh she sort of ages and does different things, and then one day she's just gone. And I don't know. it. I find it – maybe because I used to love that film when I was a kid and I found that really creepy then. So when I watched this, it reminded me of that. And, yeah, I found it – very creepy, it, but brilliant. Very
0: effective ghost story. You know, nice. better. One of my favorites. Mm. Yeah, good. And Rory Kinnear played the main character. Yes. Was it Rory Kinnear?
1: I think it was Rory Kinnear. Yeah, he yeah. was really good. And, I like uh, Rory Kinnear. They had a good cast actually, because like uh, Robert Bathurst was one of his friends, and um, I, I forget now, but I know there are a few people in it who were and known.
0: They, they all did a fantastic job of capturing the period.
1: Yes, they you did. You know, it had that. It yeah. was.
0: It had that perfect. Sort of traditional, mm. fusty old academic <laughs> yeah. ghost story feeling. Yeah, really enjoyed, really enjoyed this year's ghost story for Christmas. Me Hope too. we get another one next year.
1: Fingers crossed. And actually, I might have missed that one because, uh, so Thanks for the for pointing that out to me because uh, I do enjoy those. Yeah, good. So sorry. Yeah, I've been waffling on. That was the one that came to my mind. Have you seen anything good recently?
0: Oh well, I saw that. That was a highlight. What else have I seen? So, recently, I saw a horror film, an indie horror film, a British one. It's a sequel. It's called Jack in the Box Awakening. Oh. Really enjoyed it. Cool. It's, um, it's basically, the Jack in the Box is a really interesting, it's a brilliant prop. The Jack in the Box that pops out of it is super creepy, and he has a full-size version, which is a man in a suit. Which is super creepy. Mm. And basically this jack in the box, once you summon it by, you know, cranking the handle. Yeah. Um, he has to kill, I think it's five people and he, he drags the bodies into his box, which must be a portal to hell or something. And the box itself is a fantastic prop. Sort of looks a bit like a bigger version of the lament configuration at Hellraiser, mm. but it's got this dial, which each time he claims another victim, like, it, it ticks up a number. And it's just, yeah, it's just really, really good, solid, hearty, like, quality, low-budget horror fare. And actually, um, the first film I enjoyed as well, I'd say this was more of the same with the first one, but a bit more polished. But something I love about these Jack-in-the-box films, too so far, I, you know, I hope they do another one. So I watch a lot of low-budget horror. And sometimes it's a little bit sad to me but once the distributors get hold of them, I don't think they always. So th- this is context. Like this didn't happen to Jack, to Jack in the Box. They don't always get treated, I think, with the respect they deserve. Mm. So what's very common is they get released with a cover that's got nothing to do with the film. <laughs> that's just trying to get people to rent it, yeah. but doesn't actually reflect what happens in the film. And they will release it with a name or sometimes a succession of different names that like try to cash in on what's going on in Hollywood. Mm. So like say you do a film about a skeleton. Like the skeleton on the cover might not be the skeleton from the film. And they might release it as Conjuring the Skeleton. Oh, and then 6 okay. months later they might bring it out again as Skeleton Activity. And then 6 months after that it might be The Skeleton Witch Project. <laughs> like, yeah. And they, they do this popular. a lot. So what I really like about these Jack and the films apart from the fact that I enjoyed the film both of them, is they, you know, they pass the Ron Seal test. They do exactly what they say they Tim. The film's about scary Jack in the Box, and the cover is the actual Jack in the Box from the films. And when when I enjoy one of these indie films, cause typically I see them in Prime. I try and get a, a hard copy on DVD if one's available if I enjoy it, because I'm always worried about things vanishing off
1: yeah, streaming,
0: e- even if you've paid to own them in inverted commas forever. I think it's nice to have some for the bookshelf as well. In fact, my pile of... Oh, the people at home are going to hear me moving around. This is my pile of indie horror films. Okay, you can see. You've got a good see. pile there. Yeah. Good
1: stash. Oh, Ooh, shit.
0: Yeah, I'm knocking it over. Thank you, man. Okay. Helping me catch it. Got it. So, these are the two. Oh, ones. that looks freaking. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'd say they're just... Oh, sorry, you no, used to hold in this I didn't think it
1: was as secure as I...
0: Oh. oh, God. Oh, God. All my crap's falling over. <laughs> right, let's put it. Right, I
1: now. think, yeah, I think they need to be... God, so pro- So
0: those professional <laughs> podcasters.
1: <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, everyone. There's some crap falling on us now. Yeah. We are trapped. <laughs> Send help.
0: <laughs> I don't know what people picture, like, the venue for yeah, this podcast is I know. We're Basically, we've got a, a, a two-seat sofa that reclines. It's
1: very comfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's just surrounded by piles of
1: crap. Well, not piles of crap. I to, mean, to be it's, fair, it's they, a they are literally
0: mountain.
1: A piled up. mountain, that's all.
0: But... Well, we've got boxes on this side. <laughs> boxes of rubbish. I'm a bit of a hoarder, aren't I, Had? <laughs>
1: See, no, I don't think so. You've just got lots of hobbies, and that's a good thing. Yeah. But anyway,
0: um, it so, looks freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Jack in the Box Awakening. I knew exactly what kind of film I wanted. Mm. It delivered. I enjoyed it. Um, have I seen any other horror films? Do you know what? I don't think I have.
1: I didn't a lot over Christmas. I kept meaning to go and see Scream, but I haven't yet. Um, so I still want to see that. And I might treat myself to watching the back catalogue as well. So maybe next time I'll give you a little update on that. <laughs>
0: yeah, lovely.
1: But, um, no, I think because it, it was Christmas, just a lot of festive stuff, but I definitely want to get back on the horror now.
0: And where better to start than Leprechaun in the Horror?
1: Exactly. What more can you want?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, should we watch the trailer? Let's do it. Cause I'd love, will this be your first like glimpse of the Leprechaun? Absolutely.
1: Franchise? I'm, I can't wait.
0: All right, let's have a little jingle, and then we'll watch the trailer, and then we'll get Hannah's initial reaction. Here we go. Well, Hannah.
1: Well, I must say it was entirely what I expected. Was it really? (laughs) That's great. Just, um, yeah, quite trippy.
0: Well, I've never seen Leprechaun 5 Mm. in the hood. And I was surprised by how how, how hood it was.
1: Yeah, very hood. Like they yeah. really
0: leaned into the the premise.
1: They've even got iced tea. Yeah, a, yeah. Holding Ice tea. A young iced tea.
0: I'd forgotten that the leprechaun delivers all his sort of like um, quips in rhyme. Mm. I'd forgotten that aspect. Yeah, yeah. And I think at one point we saw him doing a rap. He was, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which sort of suits his Makes
1: sense, yeah. way
0: of talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks like a lot of fun.
0: So I think part of the leprechaun's thing is he kills people in deliciously ironic ways.
1: With well, some kind of like beam
0: of... Well, he's, he's got magic. I mean, one 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 death that we saw, he said, Did somebody say blow? Yeah. And then just sort of magically blew a hole through someone. Yeah. And I think I think that's his thing. There's lots of wordplay.
1: Yeah. He's got to kill you in a humorous way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's sort of like a small Irish James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> you know James Bond used to do stuff like he'd throw a lamp into a bath and electrocute someone and then say shocking. shocking. <laughs>
1: very true yeah. yeah well i mean they're looking for a new james bond aren't they so oh yeah we warwick should davis. tell warwick
0: davis well we say warwick davis the announcer for the trailer had him as warwick warwick davis
1: don't <laughs> <laughs> they say leicestershire <laughs> sorry americans but you know come on
0: get but, it right do you, i do feel sorry for americans because our place names it'll look oh, it'll yeah. be written like Mondeley. And you're like, oh, no, it's pronounced Chumbly. (laughs)
1: That's true. And they're like, how? How is it? (laughs) Yeah, they can't catch a break with that one, to be fair. (laughs) To be fair, though, to be fair to the English, the Welsh are worse. I mean, (laughs) like, you'd never get anywhere if you just read the Welsh signs, would you? Literally, no idea. No idea at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah, good luck, America.
0: Yeah, good War, luck, Warwick Davis. Well, he looked like he was having a whale of a time. He
1: did. Yeah, and a great outfit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, he did you know that was
0: leprechaun. did you know that was what the leprechaun looked like?
1: I again, I thought
0: that it would, but
1: I was yeah, I was so, ha- I was happy with what I got. <laughs> yeah, no surprises at <laughs> no all. No surprises there. No, I thought it would be from looking at the poster and just the kind of the name of the film. That was what I was expecting, and yeah, I yeah. wasn't disappointed.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's
1: going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, be a good laugh.
0: What's your prediction?
1: Hmm. Three.
0: It's hard to rate. Like if we're rating yeah. on quality, well, if we're rating on fun, I think it'll be a five. Okay. I think we're going to have a whale of a time watching it, but. When we look on, look it up on IMDb, I don't think we're going to be seeing any Academy Award. Nominations. No, true. But it's not that kind it's of not, film. But it's
1: not supposed to be that kind of film. It's not trying to be so. Yeah.
0: I think it's almost going to be unrateable because I think it's going to be a bad film that's lots of fun. I don't know how to. Yeah. Write that. I don't, I don't feel like I can. I think I'll enjoy it a lot more than Candyman that we watched last time. But yeah. I think I would struggle to say it's better than Candyman.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Well we'll just see what we think, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll have to watch it. We'll have to let you
1: know.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Right, well, we'll have another jingle. And then by the time we see you on the other side, so listeners at home, it'll be a few seconds for you. But we've got lots to do. We've got so we've got a watch a film, we've got a wheatartee, we're having pizza. Hannah's doing veganuary. Yeah. So, so it's gonna it's be a, a vegan, vegan pizza. Vegan
1: pizza for me. Yeah. I don't
0: see you doing dry January. I am. But yeah. you, you don't drink when we do the podcast anyway. I try not to. Which would be a, a surprise. Be <laughs> yeah, we're both stone cold sober.
1: Everyone's like, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I mean, we take a lot of drugs, but um, no drink, <laughs> yeah. no drink at all.
0: <laughs> cool. Alright, brilliant. Jingle it is. We're oh, back. We're back. Yeah, yeah. We've had a bit of a shocker, haven't we, Hannah? Everything's been oh, going wrong.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised we actually managed to watch the film. To be honest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> we got there. I know. I think I know. the biggest issue was the fact that they forgot our dips. Yeah, they Papa John's didn't send
0: any dips. Just the pizzas. So, and it's yeah. amazing what a difference the uh, not having the garlic herb makes. Like that. The absence of one condiment shouldn't make such a huge difference to how much I enjoy the meal, but it really did.
1: See, I was okay because Ellis had a spare barbecue sauce, so I was saved. (laughs) Just lying around the house, so I was okay. Do you know why we had a spare
0: barbecue sauce?
1: Was that from last time? Last time we had Papa
0: John's, and I was ordering in the app, and you were like, oh, I think I only need one. And I said, well, let's get two just in case. (laughs) Thank God we did. And you did only use one. And that's why we had the other one. Exactly. Yeah. So it
1: turned out all right in the end. Yeah, it did. But unfortunately, you were bereft of it, garlic and herb.
0: Yeah, I was so, devastated. Oh. Absolutely devastated. Um,
1: so yeah, someone's getting a bad review, let's just say that. And
0: then my Oculus Quest wasn't working. Yeah. I wanted, um, after, after we had our pizza before the film, I wanted to uh, show Hannah a game I've been playing.
1: At least it did work, though, in the end. We finally got it working. Yeah, yeah but was it was a bit amazing. of a palaver.
0: Um, it was amazing, wasn't it? It was
1: amazing. So, yeah. in the end, you know, and well, then you've I got
0: feel like something else went the wrong.
1: Cap on the cap. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't open a child safety cap.
0: Yeah, yeah. On my um, my liquid for my um, my vaping pipe. And I ended up having to get out a pair of um, <laughs> flush wire cutters
1: but you and just cut into around. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, serial killer alert
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this is better or worse than serial killer but they're actually for uh, assembling my games workshop (laughs) miniatures
1: I'd like to say that's better
0: (laughs) it's not much in it though is there Um, right so we finally after that little comedy of errors managed to watch Warwick Davis as the leprechaun in Leprechaun Five. Leprechaun in the, in the Hood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I really enjoyed it. Yeah, amazing. It was a
1: lot of fun. It was a lot of fun.
0: I was a little bit worried. Is it offensive?
1: <sighs> that... Probably. Because of the time it was made, like a lot
0: of things. So when was it that's the other... when was it made? Because it was older than I realised, but also when was it set? Because it seemed very 80s to me.
1: Yeah, I thought it... But they have I, references
0: to Tiger Woods. Coolio popped up, mm, and I'm sure it was a 90s, 90s thing.
1: I thought it was probably early 90s.
0: Ice-T looked quite young.
1: Yeah, Ice-T looked very young, really.
0: Um, right, we'll look that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when we go to the Tomatometer later, we'll also have a little look on IMDb and see when it's filmed. I mean, the cold opening was... <laughs> was... <laughs> was obviously set in the 70s. Ice-T <laughs> had a fierce outfit. Platform yeah. souls, flares, <laughs> a massive afro. Yeah, um, he let
1: the business.
0: Uh, so it basically starts with Ice-T and his friend discovering... So it seems in the mythology of the Leprechaun, I'd forgotten this, it's so long since I've seen a Leprechaun film. If you put this magic medallion on him, he turns to stone. Mm. You take it off, he wakes up. And... um. They're sort of exploring a subway or something with a treasure map yeah. that they bought off someone. And they find the statue of the Leprechaun with the medallion on with his hoard of gold. Mm. They start helping themselves to the, the gold, but Ice-T's accomplice also wants the necklace. So he takes it off the statue. Leprechaun comes back to life, kills the accomplice, but before he can kill Ice-T... The, the medallion flies up in the air and lands Flies through
1: the air in a perfect loop, stone. as it always yeah, does, yeah. right over his neck.
0: Yeah. So that's why Ice-T survives back in the 70s. Yeah. But in the gold hoard that the leprechaun has is a magical golden flute, which when you blow it, people do your bidding.
1: Yeah. Or they are charmed by you, so they like whatever you do.
0: Yeah, they just think you're brilliant. Yeah, they think you're yeah. amazing. Yeah. And Ice-T uses this to go from being a criminal... To a highly successful hip hop producer, and mm. um, that's that's when we next see him is in the eighties. Um, so that, that's that's Ice T's role in these shenanigans. So I, fe- I felt the film was set during the eighties. The hip hop had real old school feeling but yeah. maybe if I've heard some 90s hip-hop now I'd be surprised by how old school yeah I
1: think sometimes it's like, a long
0: time ago now I keep forgetting I keep thinking thing. 90s that was last decade wasn't it
1: yeah it's I, not oh at God, all I know literally yeah. I, that wasn't that long ago right yeah <laughs> yeah quite a while now so I think yeah I would say late 80s early 90s okay but yeah I mean
0: but yeah, we both really enjoyed it. Yeah. Was it, was it offensive? Lot, it was
1: lots of fun. It that probably was, was offensive. A lot of N-words. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't even know. Is a leprechaun offensive, maybe?
0: It's probably a bit. Probably offensive a bit. To... Um,
1: to Irish people. I don't
0: know. <laughs> it certainly wasn't a very positive portrayal of leprechaun. No,
1: it wasn't. Um lots of talk about bitches and hoes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Sorry, you know, not
0: a trans not stereotype, which wasn't very. Yeah,
1: true. So. Which but, wasn't
0: very nice. I think that was actually the part of the film we were laughing the least at.
1: Yeah. It was I, when
0: Miss Fontaine popped up. It just seemed a bit. A bit. Mean spirited.
1: Yeah. I have to say, actually, I think it's a lot of the time, though. Not to excuse it. I just think when I think back to other films around that era. That wasn't the sort of that wouldn't have been uncommon. Whereas now, Chow, yeah, exactly. That was awful. I think in recent times, in you know, it's, I think we've been educated more, and I think we realise yeah. these things now, and we kind of go. Some of it, I probably would have even back then, but I think now I kind of go, yeah, that's some of these things are not right, and we wouldn't expect to see them in that sort of film now.
0: <sighs> so, honest answer is, I don't know how offensive it is. I think I'd trust somebody else's judgment on that. I don't think I'm well-placed to say.
1: No, I think you could probably safely say it is a bit.
0: At least a bit. Yeah. I am. Um, I said to you halfway through the film, I cannot wait to see the tomatomata. Yeah. The, the splodges and the red tomatoes. Me too, I'd be
1: quite intrigued. I want you? to
0: know what reviewers say who like it mm. and what reviewers say who don't like it. Yeah. And maybe we can get a definitive answer on how offensive it is.
1: What did you like about it?
0: God, yeah, we're going right down a rabbit hole. (laughs) I just found it. I just found a lot of it. Very funny. Um, I liked the main characters. So the main characters are these three quite likable guys who want to be rappers. Mm. They want to make it big. They are, um, postmaster P or D.
1: P I think.
0: Postmaster P, stray bullet. Stray bullet. Butch. And postmaster P's whole thing at the start of the film is he wants to bring a message of positivity. And they managed to somehow get themselves an interview with Ice T,
1: mm.
0: because this is now the '80s. Who is Mac
1: Daddy? Mac Daddy, that's yeah. yeah.
0: The big, he's now the big hip hop producer, and he's like, "No, I'm not interested in this positivity stuff." You know, on our on our label, we rap about guns shooting people. You know, it's gangster rap.
1: Yeah.
0: And Postmaster P is like, "Oh, I'm not sure we can change our message." Mm. The Stray bullet is saying to him, "Come on, man! If you if you want to be famous, we've got to do this." And um. They, they make some very bad decisions. <laughs> God, don't they So I, Ice-T, a.k.a. Mac <coughs> Daddy, kicks them out. And they get quite angry and decide that to uh, get their own back, they're going to rob him. And specifically, while they were in his office, they saw the statue of the leprechaun. I would keep that somewhere safe.
1: Uh, oh, my God, not in a glass case. A glass case, that. yeah. i tell you what I would have done. I was thinking this at the time. Bricked it up in my house. Yeah. So no one could get it, but I kind of knew it was there if I needed to. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, bit I wouldn't be Just keeping so, that in a, yeah, yeah. hanging around in a glass case. No, yeah.
0: So he's got it on display in his office where he's doing auditions. So basically, they decide to go back and rob him. And they decide specifically to steal the gold necklace from the statue, which of course wakes up the leprechaun, hijinks and shoe. Yeah. Um, there, there were some very funny bits, like, um, when Butch turns up at the end with a plan to give the leprechaun. A spliff laced with extra <laughs> four-leafed clover. And he's there with a book called The Dummy's Guide to Leprechauns.
1: Big question. Where the hell did he find them? The
0: four-leafed four yeah, four clovers. clovers. Yeah,
1: yeah. Where the hell? Notoriously hard to
0: find. Yeah, yeah. Why was he wearing those head-mounted torches? We never
1: knew. We, we never, never, got, knew. An never no. got an answer. Never got
0: an answer. They dressed up in drag to infiltrate the um, leprechauns' harem. Yeah, It was just a very wacky, silly, uh, funny film. But bizarrely, I actually... Like, we both... when. Um, okay, spoilers, guys, you've been warned. When Stray Bullet gets killed by the leprechaun, mm. you and me were like, oh...
1: I know, I took that hard. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought the three of them were going to get out of it, you know, because they were like the three main characters and, you know, that it was going to be fine. And so, yeah, I was a bit taken aback when they killed yeah. Stray Bullet. It was a bit sad.
0: I am... Um, <laughs> Oh crikey! One thing that grated a little bit: everything the Leprechaun said virtually was a rhyming couplet. Mm. Some of them quite tenuous. Yeah, like like sometimes he'd come out with one like, "All oh, jokes aside, <laughs> it's time to die." And you're like, mm. uh, and also when he said that, he was out in the corridor alone. So like, <laughs> who, who was that for the benefits of? Um. <laughs>
1: And also, why did no one ever use the flute on the Leprechaun? Yeah, of course. Give it a go. Give it a go. The
0: Leprechaun was really keen to get his flute back.
1: His magic flute. His
0: magic flute. And numerous times he cornered the good guys, including Postmaster P, and at no point did it occur to him to just blow the flute and see if it had an effect on the Leprechaun. Like Maybe they just intuited that the Leprechaun was immune to it.
1: yeah. Um, but
0: I would have tried that before a spliff yeah, laced, laced with extract of four-leaf clovers. Where the clover. hell
1: you find four-leaf clovers? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's going to take you a lot of time, right? You're you're kind of stressed out. Your friend's been killed. What do you think to do? Go and find a load of four-leaf clovers? Probably not. Also, they live in the city. Where are the four-leaf clovers? Sorry, this has really got my goat.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen a four-leaf clover? No. No, me neither.
1: Never. But he had enough to make a spliff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, I didn't yeah. like the leprechaun. So the leprechaun was hypnotizing women, yeah. turning them into sort of like his sexy, mm. green, glowing eyed zombie harem. <laughs> I, I didn't like that. I thought that was creepy. No,
1: it was really creepy. I mean, he was <laughs> just sexually abusing women, really. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. He? If you to yeah. look at it seriously. Yeah. And I, oh, and I found him so gross as well. Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. So grim.
0: I I love Warwick Davis. Oh, yeah. I love Warwick Davis. One of my favorite celebrities.
1: I love the, like, the fun of the character. But yeah, he played it really well in that the Leprechaun was horrible. Because Warwick Davis is very much not. So he played that really well. Um, but the, I just thought generally it was a, if, if you take out the kind of the problematic issues that we talked about, it was just a fun, film that was a giggle that reminded me of films I used to watch when I was a bit younger. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was a it was a good laugh. And the characters were very likable. Like you said, the three lads and the Leprechaun was a fun, like creepy villain. And it Yeah, you can see why it's had a million films. Yeah. 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 And it didn't take itself too seriously.
0: It did very very much did not take itself seriously we we laughed a lot we especially laughed when coolio just randomly randomly up.
1: there in the in the back of the church yeah yeah i also found um posts gran quite funny as well that was a good <laughs> bit it's yeah. sort of a, his blind gran and she yeah, just yeah. keeps slagging everyone off but obviously they're standing behind her yeah yeah <laughs> but we had
0: thinking. the double reveal dream sequence dream yes. sequence yeah Do you know that was so funny because i could all, the first dream, so Postmaster D wakes up in a panic because in his dream the leprechaun's gone round to his grand's house and she decides, like, she sort of, because she's blind, she sees him by feeling him and feels his hands, which are horrible. She's like, oh, my God, you need feeding up. She sits him down and she's trying to feed him. And she says, no, I'm going to feed you because, you know, your hands are too gnarled up to grip these utensils or something and starts feeding him. <laughs> and I think... I can almost imagine they started making that scene with no idea of where it was going, (laughs) and like somebody said, we're just gonna, we're just gonna have to make it a dream. (laughs) I have no idea where this is going. (laughs) And I I said to you, I was not expecting that to be a dream sequence (laughs) because it was such a silly film. Like that could have just been a scene. In a
1: sequence, yeah, yeah, totally. And even though she plucked his eye out with a fork, like he was losing limbs all the time anyway, so it wouldn't have really mattered to him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The other random, there were some other random bits like the fact that the um, that Butch was an explosives expert yeah. and just was like, I know, like the a douche, the juice, like the douche oil and some KY jellies, really explosive. So, yeah. plug that into the electric, yeah, yeah, it'll set everyone on fire. He, like,
0: he basically stuck the douche and the KY jelly on, I don't know, a hanky. And then yeah. he plugged the anky into a socket on the wall. And so the,
1: niche to know. To be fair,
0: it worked. They <laughs> managed to blow the <laughs> leprechaun up.
1: That's the sort of thing now you might find out if you Googled it. But back then, I don't know how you're knowing this information. Do it's I surely know.
0: not true either. It can't be true. I feel like I need to try
1: it now. <laughs> 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 but I'm not even sure how they... Set the hanky on fire with the electric.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like it was sort of glossed over, but I'm not sure how he wired up the <laughs> That's hanky. That's
1: what I mean. How did yeah. you wire up the hanky? It's uh... <laughs> So I mean, it's not a big I'm part So of why the film, was he just... an
0: explosive expert? Because there was a weird scene know. at the beginning. The three guys. So okay, um, Postmaster P and Stray Bullet Rap. Yeah, he's on the decks. Yeah, you know, doing the, I don't know, the PA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when, when whatever you call it in hip-hop language. He's, yeah. yeah.
1: He's doing all the music, isn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And um, he starts mucking <coughs> around with chemicals at his desk, and he accidentally blows them up, and they get kicked out of the audition. And he's like, saying, oh, maybe it was too much of this sort of chemical. Why was it any sort of chemicals? Why, why do you need chemicals when you mix in music? Like, And I was like, well, why?
1: Never explain. It was never explained. Never explained. Uh, like, So
0: he was just doing something with chemicals.
1: Just messing about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... I suppose
0: once he's pressed play, maybe he gets bored.
1: Maybe. So just
0: starts trying to make improvised explosive devices.
1: And I mean, it was handy, obviously, at times in the film, that he was an explosives expert, because he also used explosives to blow up the glass case, which he probably just could have got out with a hammer, but never mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, that was know, a good point, yeah. Why did they blow up what was essentially I an aquarium? Know.
1: I'll tell you one thing I did have an issue with, actually, in that scene. The The three lads are really nice, kind, not, like, not gangsters. And I didn't think it was that believable that they shot Mac Daddy and shot the leprechaun. Like, just happily shot them dead. <laughs> or thought they shot them dead. I was like, um... I think they would have just run for it if they were yeah, those yeah. sorts of guys. But, and they know. went to a
0: party. Probably and to be fair, bad, Postmaster P was like, I feel quite feel bad, bad, about, bad about it,"
1: But not for long.
0: Yeah, Because yeah. then
1: they said, you know what, you just got to get over it. And he was like, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's go to Vegas. Fine. Let's win the big wrap-off.
1: Also, there wasn't a wrap-off. They literally just went to someone's, to this, like, uh bar where there were two people sat. And then they said, yeah, you've won. But...
0: They won the heat. They won a place. Oh, Um, okay.
1: I thought they'd have to do it to get into the place, to get into the final.
0: I think it's insinuated that there was other acts we maybe didn't see. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, the... um, God. (coughs) At the end, the Leprechaun does a rap, which, uh, like I say, Warrior Davis, one of my favourite celebrities, not much of a rapper. Not
1: much of a rapper, no. Lep in the hood, gotta do no good. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best rap I've
0: ever heard. It, ever. I can't remember any of the li- real lyrics, but it's stuff like I have come from the emerald
1: isle <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I have got a leprechaun style
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh but yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Shall we uh tomatometer?
0: Well first we've oh, got to give our results. Yes, okay. What are you going with? Honestly, I honestly unrateable. I feel like, in terms of how much I enjoyed it, mm. good solid four. I thought it could have been a bit shorter.
1: Yeah, I would go the same. I think
0: in terms of how good it was objectively, yeah, I can't give it a four. No, and also I think I feel a bit morally conflicted. Yeah, about me too. It.
1: Actually, it's funny you said that because there were bits where I felt the same, but I. And I know this is not an excuse, and I'm not saying this, but I do think you have to think of the time with some of these things. And kind of, it's not okay, but it, you know, it was a bit different. Should we just see when this came out? Cause,
0: yeah, like, let's have a look. A let's have a look. Bloody
1: stab in the dark. Let's have a look. Okay. Leprechaun five. Uh,
0: uh, We, we laughed a lot.
1: Ooh, didn't we? Leprechaun five? Yeah. Was made in two thousand.
0: <laughs> what?
1: No way.
0: The year two thousand.
1: Yeah. Still twenty-two years ago. <laughs> that is, that is what, the only What else thing. was
0: going on in the year two thousand? Um, the Millennium Dome. Millennium Dome. Um, that was it. <laughs> oh, do you know what? When I think of what
1: films were made in the year two thousand. I bet you there's a lot of problematic ones still coming out. Then, do
0: you know what the year 2000 to me sounds really recent until I remember until I remember the Millennium Bug. Yeah, which feels like
1: like everything was going to explode. A
0: weird medieval superstition.
1: Everyone was genuinely bothered about this. Yeah, yeah. Let's face it, we were
0: honestly. If there's kids at home who are listening to this, not kids but too young to remember what it was like in the year 2000 in 1999 we were genuinely mm. shitting it because we thought that all technology would break
1: yeah literally I just kind of kind of accepted that it would actually yeah yeah i just thought yeah probably
0: like hang on all these computer clocks in are up to 2000 are we sure they can go that high
1: yeah I and mean, we weren't <laughs> we weren't sure at all and then when it was the millennium it we it kind of When it happened, it was fine, and we all went, oh. And that was it, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, yeah,
1: going back to the rating, I think I would say for enjoyment, I would go with the four, and then maybe for actually objectively how good it was and its problematics, two.
0: Yeah. Do you know what, though? So I'll say a couple of things in its favour. Enjoyed that a lot more than Candyman.
1: It was a lot more fun.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And also, that is the second... Uh, criminal, Supernatural. No, I'll put it the other way around. There's the second Supernatural crime caper that we've seen. Yes. The first one being Polterheist.
1: Polterheist.
0: I enjoyed it more than Polterheist.
1: I think I did as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we, 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 we enjoyed Polterheist, <laughs> didn't we? We
1: did. Yeah. But I I did enjoy that more than Polterheist. So, yeah. Right, right. Let's Tomatomata.
0: What's your prediction? Oh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes give it... 54 do you know, I'm, I'll go Stone Cold 50. Okay. I think it'll be divisive.
1: Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes.
0: And it, would you would you watch another Leprechaun film? Yeah, I would actually. Would you watch them all? Probably not, unless we were like,
1: we thought, screw it, let's do a marathon yeah, situation. Yeah. I don't know if I'd seek them, out, them all out separately, but I'd happily watch another one. If that makes sense.
0: Well, we've got Pumpkinhead to watch. So.
1: Pumpkinhead, <laughs> I do want to watch Pumpkinhead. I feel like we missed a trick not watching Pumpkinhead on Halloween. Oh, okay. So the Tomatometer says thirty-three percent. Ooh. Audience score thirty-two percent. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, have we've we've. We've got a think sync with the zeitgeist. We have,
1: haven't we? We've been too kind. Right, let's have a look
0: Let, at some... Good reviews first. Let's hear the case for... Okay,
1: there's only... There's not actually many reviews for it,
0: surprisingly. Really?
1: There is on the audience, but not on the...
0: <laughs> Can't wait to get into those. I
1: know. Okay, so the first one is a tomato.
0: Yeah, red from... tomato.
1: Red tomato, sorry. from Mark H. Harris from Black Horror Movies. This is above average for a direct-to-video urban horror film, with decent acting and makeup and the type of sense of humour that's necessary in a film called Leprechaun in the Hood.
0: I think that's fair. Fair, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Next one is a splodge from Daniel Barnes from Dare Daniel. An utterly incompetent series of cheap laughs, cheaper production values, and cheapest coolio cameos. Leprechaun in the Hood is more Potto Mould than Potto Gold.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. oh the comedian uh, then I think well mo- oh, no, mix, still mixed another, another uh, red tomato from Luke Y Thompson from the New York Times
0: oh there we go that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a reputable journal of been,
1: yeah. fast forward through most of the movie and check out the Leprechaun's rap video at the end that alone is worth the price and merits a three star review <laughs>
0: Not, not what it used to be. The New York Times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's hilarious! Oh, okay. Um, most of them are just kind of similar to the most of the splodges are quite similar there. To be honest, Shall have a look at the. Audience? Anyone,
0: does anyone just do any of those splodges say this is offensive? No. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> just don't like it.
0: Because <laughs> it was a bit offensive. It
1: was a bit offensive. Let's check out the audience. Well, the first one says, from Caroline A, (laughs) best documentary ever made, short and sweet.
0: (laughs) Did you reckon Caroline A is postmaster B's gram? Maybe. What did she think she was reviewing? (laughs) Oh, Uh...
1: Caroline, she's giving it five stars. I think she's maybe missed, uh, missed the point there. Um, Gimli M has said, This was such an embarrassment to watch. Somehow, even after going forward and seeing all the crap that the Leprechaun franchise has to throw at us after, this. Oh, God, sorry, that was, that was too long. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll go again. Gimli M. This was such an embarrassment to watch. Somehow, even after going forward and seeing all the crap that the Leprechaun franchise had to throw at us after this one, in the hood, still managed to end up being the worst. It was a very weird constructed, weirdly constructed sentence, but hey. Christopher L. says, a modern masterpiece. I exited the theatre a better person than when I entered. <laughs>
0: It's very rare you connect with a film in that way. Oh, God. oh
1: I exited the theatre a better person than I entered, a beautiful prose, of impeccable soul and a sharp wit. The actors deliver the lines with surgical precision. It was an absolute treat, a must-see, especially when the leprechaun graces our sensibilities with his song and dance at the end. Five stars plus.
0: Do you know what? Right up until <laughs> the end, I thought, is is this one of Caroline A's? <laughs> You know,
1: one of her other personas. Yeah,
0: it's what, what, does she, what does she think she's reviewing now? But no, uh, there's a, an actual explicit naming of the leprechaun. <laughs> and is there a song and dance number?
1: Come I mean, in. F- I do feel there is some taking the piss here. But, you know, Antonio sees as just so grateful this film exists. <laughs> <laughs> Perfection.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh,
1: my God.
0: So what would you like to see next time I knew time you were going to ask me that.
1: And I haven't really thought, let's do best horror films like we did that. Because that's always good. Best horror films. Da-da-da. I mean, you always get the ones that we look all about. Should we
0: start at the top one and just make a pact to watch the first film that neither, neither of us has seen? It. I like it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah.
1: Let's do it. I'm just bringing it up.
0: And let's read them as well. And like maybe some of this we can make into a a feature for the podcast. Like a a segment for the podcast. Features a bit strong.
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe a little. But yeah, let's do it. Okay. First one. Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, I think we've both seen that. Is that down there as the
0: best horror film ever?
1: It's not. I don't know if it's in order. It's just the 200 best horror films of all time.
0: Um, Okay. Yeah, that'll do. We've both seen that.
1: Phenomena.
0: Really? Never even heard of
1: Never that. Never I, I don't think these are in order. Should I find something which, which is in order? <laughs> yeah. It <That> might be... <laughs> What's Phenomena? I don't know. It felt like we want to watch it now. Maybe we can add it where it's one of our later list. Okay. Top 100 for horror films. Number one, Us.
0: No, that's not the best horror film ever.
1: But that's... They're not... It's not very helpful. Sorted by adjusted score. I don't even really know what that means. Do you know what I mean? It's like also <laughs> they say that's the best, but then yeah. you go down and it's not because some people, some of them have got a higher Oh, find another. This is what,
0: just to, so like money. You need to think about inflation. Scores. Yeah, you don't have to think about inflation. It's not like well, you know, this, okay. this, this has got that's 60 percent like on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's from nineteen forty six. so I that's know. like ninety eight percent in today's. I, rotten I
1: know. I feel a bit like let's try another site. Okay
0: site that makes sense.
1: site like, that makes sense. Um, number one is saying, "Get this is not in order." What's, the,
0: I, what's it saying Number the, one?
1: I've never even heard of this. The Night House.
0: Oh no, I have heard of that, and I'd love to see it. It's not. It's a new one. Maybe we should just watch that. And it's meant to be shit your pants scared. Well,
1: it's come. I feel like it's come to us now. Yeah, yeah. And it was number one according to Harper's Bazaar.
0: So. <laughs> what the toy shop? <laughs> is that a toy shop? I'm thinking of Hawkins. Hawkins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hawkins. I was like, I don't think it is. But I know, I kind of, I I could sort of see what you were getting at. I was thinking, what's their
0: their horse in the race? Well, they... Why do they do? No, it's it's not Hawkins. They
1: feel that that is their favourite. So maybe we should try it. Maybe
0: shit your pen's scary. And then
1: in the meantime, for next time, I will find us a proper list that has been ranked... Of the back, be- you know, like, what no, you should do.
0: Do you still have my copy of the yes, book of Plasma? Yeah,
1: I need to bring your book back actually. So
0: next time, yeah, I'll bring it. Literally, go through an order first film that neither of us have seen. Deal. Yeah, but next time, next time we'll the watch Nighthouse.
1: The Nighthouse.
0: The <laughs> Yeah, brilliant.
1: Fab. Well, we got there, right?
0: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. I can't wait to see how that edits together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I never can. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> wow. well. well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Tune in next time for more. Midweek hour. Don't get scared now.